Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's episode, I'm chatting with Loretta Hart in her segment, Making Life Better, on 94.7 Pulse FM Radio. Loretta is a happiness strategist, helping people to find their joy. Loretta loves a good yarn and is so much fun to chat with. In this episode, we chat about stepping out of your comfort zone to declutter your home. We discuss why decluttering can be difficult and I share ways to help you move out of your comfort zone to be able to declutter and get organized. Let's jump into this Simply Happy conversation. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. I have my good friend Narelle King in the studio from Simply Happy. Narelle, welcome to the program. Oh, thanks for having me again. Thank you for being my calming influence after all that (laughs) frivolity this morning. Now, Narelle, you are an organisational expert. You help people to get their lives sorted. That's what I like to think about when I think about you. Um, And I I was thinking as I was getting in the car this morning that I needed to tell you that (laughs) every time we talk, I go home and say to my family, right, we're going to do this from now on. And they're like, oh, that's a good idea, Mum. i like, I know, my friend Narelle told me. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's making an impact at home as well. It's totally making yeah. an impact at home. So I ho- and I know it's not just with me. So getting outside our comfort zone, have you done anything this week that's taken you outside your comfort zone? Mm, mm. Outside my comfort zone? Mm. No, I haven't. But I've definitely seen clients pushed out of their comfort zone. We're going to talk about that with their organisation <laughs> yeah. things. Do you know, I think that as we get a little bit older, I think the opportunities to get outside our comfort zone reduce. Would you? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just routine, like you have your set routine, so yes. But actually, last week I did get out of my comfort zone. I taught yoga in a gym. So I'm used to teaching like in a studio setting. So this was actually in a gym, so it's big, loud, bright lights. So I had to have all the lights off. So it was just really different and really, not yeah. the, how I normally would teach yoga. So, yeah, it was great. How'd it go? Yeah, no, it went well. I Yeah, it was just having to be there organised and just change a little bit of the way you, you present your class to yes. a gym audience as well. Can I tell you a little bit about a yoga class that I was going yeah. to at a gym? So my favourite part of yoga is the shavasana. Is that how you say Yeah, it? yeah, at the end. At the end, you know, where you lie down and they might, if you're lucky, they give you a little mm. eye pillow and you do that yeah. nice, beautiful meditation at the end. And I mean, that's, I reckon, the best part. And so, you know, you, you all lie there and you, you get all comfy. Um, and I noticed I was starting to go to a gym session run by the most beautiful uh, yoga instructor. And she runs yoga classes in all sorts of settings, you know, in beautiful retreat settings and mm. studio sessions. But she was also doing it in the gym session. And it's the only place that I've ever seen people leave a yoga class before Shavasana. Oh, yeah. No, actually, this is what happened with ours. They didn't leave. But yes, I can understand because gym people aren't used to being calm and Well, yeah. And it was quiet. almost like, oh, well, I've done my moving the body yeah, yeah, thing yeah, and yeah. I've really got to get on the road to head to Melbourne or, yeah. you know, wherever they're going. So they were sort of rolling up their mats and sort of, you know, sort of um, sort of waving at the yoga instructor yeah. and saying, oh, sorry, I've just got to. And they're tapping their watches. I've just got to go. I reckon about a third of the class yeah. left. I couldn't believe it. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I was that person years ago too, maybe 15 years ago. (laughs) But no, that was the bit that they actually all loved. And that was the reason why the gym has got me to do it with their clients is because people don't slow down. So yeah, it's really lovely and stepping out of my comfort zone because it's not what I'm used to doing. Exactly. So you're up against people who are not used to slowing down, who aren't necessarily used to doing yoga. That's right. And again, and sometimes to be still, Yes. is to get outside your comfort zone. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's right, because oh, I don't know what might happen if I just let my brain just be idle for a moment. Who knows what I might think about? Well, and it's also just de- putting a little bit of those philosophy throughout the practice. And two of the ladies at the end were like, I love that. I loved just that little seed that you popped in about slowing down and thinking about this tomorrow when you're running around doing something. Mm, mm. Yeah. Oh, you're spreading your, your love little joyful seeds everywhere. So what does it mean when we're talking about decluttering, when we're talking about shifting things in our in our homes from mm. one place to another or saying goodbye and letting go to things because that's what we what you really support a lot of your clients to yep. do. Where is the uncomfortableness? Where is the outside of comfort zone in that? Well, generally they have an attachment. So it'll be an attachment to the item because it's sentimental to them. It's from someone in their family who's passed it down. It might even be that someone's gifted it to them. And lots of people then feel uncomfortable about letting go, even if they're not going to use it. Yes. So they may have in their cupboard like so many things that they're never going to use, but someone's given it to them. Whereas it's like, well, that person's given it to you. Now it's your choice to let go of it if you're not going to use it you don't want it you can actually let it go and the other thing is people have that real comfort about um, I might need it someday so (laughs) I might need that white urn that's in the back of my cover that's taking up a lot of space but you know you know 15 white platters yeah you never know when you're going to have to host (laughs) Christmas and you really wish you had those 15 white platters yeah don't platters take up a big oh massive massive so many things, so many things. that. But the white urn is one of my favourites when I see that and go, why do we still have this? When was the last time you used it? <laughs> Can they give it to me? Because I could really, ha- be, I'd find that a really handy thing to have. I'd like, a, is it the Canbrook urn? Yeah, yeah, like the big white urn. <laughs> For a minute I thought an urn full of ashes, but no, no, no different. No, no. Okay, so it's because there's an expectation that someone's given it to them and so they have to hold on to yeah, it? Yeah, that that's it that emotions, like a guilt and fear, fear of um, letting things go and what, what's going to happen if I don't have it. And so, yeah, there's a few tips around that I'll try to share with them to actually help them let go of those items. Okay. Um, is, is there also um, – do, do you notice that people will have procrastinated oh, yeah. because they don't want to get uncomfortable? Is definitely. It- definitely. <laughs> yes, I do. I see that weekly. Yes. Do you yes. feel like sometimes when we talk, this is a therapy session for Loretta? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I also think it's like a therapy session from my work from the from the week before. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so the procrastination so you yeah. see that happen. I see that all the time. So they'll either avoid the questions, they'll be like, "Oh, I've actually what about we do this now?" So we'll just move to something else. Do they instead. even avoid the space in the home? Like do you oh, see yeah, rooms sure. that are underutilized because just going in there is uncomfortable mm. because there's just too much to uh, overwhelming maybe definitely and that's why I will start with something that's that doesn't have that connection something like generally the bathroom but that's not always the case and sometimes it can be the pantry as well it's like excess items they just haven't had time to go through the expiry date and whereas something like your bedroom you have that sentimental attachment to some of the items so we try to find a space that doesn't have so much but you 
You'll be able, you're able to pick up straight away. Okay, there's some sentimental attachment in this room. Maybe we should have tried a different space. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably a good tip if people are listening and thinking, okay, okay, I think I can, I can do a little yeah, bit of decluttering. Yeah. So start with an area that is, do you know, can I tell you about the, the, uh, the bottom of my cupboard in my bathroom? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and you have been at, you, are you still teaching? Oh, no, occasionally. No. occasionally yeah. So past teacher, past teacher. I um I clean at the bottom of the cupboard because oh, I know why, because we had water go through it. Oh yeah. Do you know how many bath bombs, um, hand creams, foot scrubs that I threw out? The and I the thing was the house that we live in now wasn't even the house that I lived in when I used to teach. Oh right. <laughs> they were all the yeah. gifts that I'd been given, you know, for Christmas and things, and I'd move them from one bathroom to this bathroom because I might actually need them one day. And guess what? No, I didn't. No. So, what are, what are some of the things that you work with people about? Um, like, if they're finding it difficult, if if it, they're finding it really uncomfortable to yeah. to move through giving up or shifting these things, I can see you've got some points there. Yeah. So, my first thing is around the values. What is your value? What is the purpose? of getting that area organized. So for an example is that there's always, this is a really good one, is generally people want to clean their kitchen bench or their kitchen table and not have the clutter on there. So the value of that is that they want to eat dinner together as a family and, or maybe it's in the morning, they want to have breakfast together. So really getting clear on what it is, the value, the reason that they want that area to be clear then helps us to then stay focused because I can always pull back and go, remember what? What's our, our, our value? We're trying to, what are we trying to do here? What's the purpose is to create an area for you to enjoy with your family and eat dinner. So it's the same with any area. And maybe it's a, um, a spare bedroom. I love the spare bedrooms because usually it's around, I want a craft space. I want it set up so I can use that rather than it's just been a dumping ground. Or maybe it's a workspace mm. so they can actually be more productive in their work. But it's really tapping into what's the value? What's the purpose of um, of the area that we're trying to declutter. Because if we don't have a purpose, then what's the point? What's the point? We might as well leave all the clutter there. Yeah. Why, yeah. why get uncomfortable for yeah. no for no reason? Because yeah. there needs to be something to go towards, doesn't it? It's that motivation, yeah, mm. to keep going and move forward. Um, the next one is like asking yourselves questions like, do you need it? Do you love it? Do you have room for it? Do you have room for that white urn that's, that you want to keep? Or is it that you could borrow that? So I love the thought of borrowing things from people or another great one is like if you need some, you need wine, wine glasses, for example, for an occasion, but you don't normally use wine glasses, can't we go to the op shop and buy a whole lot, use them and then donate them back? So rather than just this always going to the shops and buying things, could we look at other options instead? Uh, so then looking at your own buying habits, what are you, what, what are you buying and why are you buying it? Does that start to reduce people's anxiety? Because I'm sure they're like, yes, but that earns very handy when there's a family funeral. Yeah. And, and we might need it if. Yeah. So if you can maybe help them navigate a couple of different options, mm. that yes. anxiety starts to reduce. Oh, definitely, like sharing. But have you ever thought of, mm. you know, borrowing from a friend? Do you have a friend who has that? And usually it's like, oh, I haven't even thought of that. Or, mm. you know, even just the option, uh, going to the op shop is generally, oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's a great idea you know, or martini glasses, you know, there's so many amazing things at the op shops, especially in our area. I think we're really fortunate. And so it's just planting that seed. And then, yeah, they do usually go, oh, that's such a great idea. Okay. Yeah. So I think that helps. But my other one would be, is I always say, 
if you had $20 and 20 minutes, could you replace that item? And you could come up with any formula. It could be $10 and 10 minutes, but can you go and replace that item for that amount? So, you know, they might be holding on to um, a big vase and it takes up a lot of space. And it's like, well, could you pot- potentially get that within 20 minutes for $20? And they're generally like, yeah. And it's like, okay, so could we let go of that? Do we need to keep that? But isn't that a waste of money? Isn't it, it me having to go and spend $20? It, it, isn't it better that I just hold on to what I've got? Well, it depends on the space, how much space you've got. Maybe vase isn't a good um, example, but you know, there's mm. those things that you keep and you might only use once a year or once every three years. And it's like, do we really need to have that? Could we be able to replace that? In 20 minutes. And it goes back It goes back to that idea of why are we clearing this out? Yeah, yeah. If, if, it's, if it means that um, you've got a spare bedroom and your grandkids can have a sleepover. Oh, that's a great example, yeah. You know, then, well, what would you, what would you rather? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like, um, I'm thinking of her client at the moment and she has made so much progress over 12 months. And every time she lets go of a whole lot of stuff, the next time I visit, she goes, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe this has happened to me. Like she, she won a Thermomix, which she then, then regave, she kept the new one and gave another one to another person. And then she goes, you wouldn't believe then something else has happened and come into her life. So constantly, every time she lets go of things, new things, and she's like creating new opportunities. I love that. But that is that for some it's people, so powerful. it's powerful, but it's, it's scary to think, oh, but what if I, I can't, I can't let go because what if the other thing doesn't like, oh, know? well, no, this is the thing. Yeah. And then over time she's seeing like even the smallest, smallest things, mm. people reaching out to her, offering a thing. So she's really open to just even small things, but she's, yeah. Every time I see her, something new has happened in her life because she lets go of things every single time I visit her now. So letting go is a is a healthy thing. Definitely. Is that, is that your mantra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check that is. on the back of your car on no, a sticker. I, should, should I? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Okay. Um, do we do we get to all your points? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Well, yoga is probably the next thing though, though, because you can link yoga. So I know it sounds a bit weird and it's yeah, a bit okay. out there, but you know, if your base chakra, so your um, final chakra in the bottom of your spine is not in alignment or your heart chakra, which is your fourth chakra, isn't in alignment, we actually then uh, have these hoarding tendencies. So keeping food, keeping items. And we're also scared about our boundaries. So we don't have our boundaries. We let people and items, we cling on to those. So by letting go and actually aligning those areas through yoga, but there's other things you can do, uh, you're going to be able to then actually be open to letting go of things too. So, I mean, and then you've got your psychologist. There's so many areas that you can also help with the, when you're getting stuck and you're feeling uncomfortable, it's not just about having someone there. It's usually about the energy around you and your emotions and looking at your emotions. Mm -hmm. That's right. I remember um, someone saying um, that, you know, that their garage was just full of things. They've done a great job of moving it from the house to the garage when yeah. the garage was 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 really full and so there still is that sort of um, um, energy of, of fullness of, yes. of, of overload you know like she, they weren't feeling any better because it all yeah. just sit in the garage and then it, it, it moves doesn't it and then oh for sure and they can go to the boot of the car yeah <laughs> Well, that's one of the things I offer. I always take things for people and give it to wherever they need it to go. They'd like it to go in Geelong because it helps to move it out. Yeah. 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 
So it's important to understand why we yeah. want to do it. So to link it to that reason or that value mm. and then know that, um, you know, do I do I still love it? Do I use it? Do all those things? And could I replace it in 20 minutes for $20? Yeah. And you make up your own if it's $50 in 50 minutes, whatever it is that you want to have. But it's having that really simple little um, comparison that helps you go, oh, yes. Do I really need that extra potato pillar when really oh, I could replace that in 20 minutes for $20? Or less. Seven. Yes. It, that would be a lot less. All exactly. Less. Yeah. Oh, Norelle, it's so good. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. This helps others find it who are also looking for tips and organizational strategies to simplify their life and prioritize their health. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss future episodes. You can also connect with me over at simplyhappy.com.au. I'd like to acknowledge the Wathaurong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.